Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's podcast will be dealing with subjects of a very adult and sensitive nature. We urge those who are more sensitive not to listen. This broadcast is not for younger listeners. Please be advised, once again, this broadcast is not for younger listeners. Please join us again next week when hopefully... Our broadcast will be a little more of a general nature and will be able to be listened to and enjoyed by all audiences. Thank you very much. And now, on to the show. Live from the Dean's Den, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane with Wrestling News, Wrestling Views, and Wrestling Reviews. Sit back. Pop a cold one and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den. And hello again, wrestling fans. Yes, Live from the Dean's Den is back. Um, As it says here, I was not planning on bringing this show back this soon. We were hoping to wait until there were some live events that were happening. But the situation that is occurring now is such that we could not wait. Um, I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and uh, joining me tonight, uh, he was with us last night on... uh, TNT. Um, we have we have with us from sportskita.com and uh, off the top rope podcast uh, Lee Walker. Lee, uh, welcome in. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me this evening. Hey, no problem. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to be invited. Hey, glad to glad to have you. This has been. Probably, I've been in this. I've been in this industry for over thirty years, and so I've been around since the day, actually before the days of the original WWF sex and steroids scandal. So I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, but today is probably the craziest day that I have spent in my 30-plus years of active participation in this industry as performer, as promoter, as broadcaster. Um, I mean, let's, let's go ahead, Lee, and kind of start, start, with, start over with this. We'll kind of back it up because there will be people listening uh, to this on uh, other syndication services that um, don't, normally get to listen to our Thursday night show. So going to go ahead and kind of back this up. Everything actually started not with the sexual assault, but um, Lee last night or yesterday during the day um, was presented with and verified some pre 
WWE social media posts by one Chad Lale, a.k.a. Jackson Riker of the uh, Forgotten Son. So, Lee, why don't you go ahead and pick up the story from there, and then we'll start uh, continuing as to where everything went to from that point. You know, I, I refer to it as the dark days of wrestling because that's what we're in right now. So, you know, what happened was, um, you know, for those who didn't listen last night, I was presented with some information. My source wanted to remain anonymous, which I had no problem doing as a journalist. That's never an issue. Uh, presented with me a, a uh, Instagram post by, by Chad. And you know, it was pre, even before he was in NXT, um, essentially a, a rather racy post on Instagram and, you know, a lot of fans, you know, some fans found it in bad taste. Many, unfortunately, you know, really you know, found it funny because it's dark humor, but in today's day and age, it's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research, even to the extent that I went back two years on Wesley Blake's Twitter account to look at the name uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. As we've seen, Jackson Riker still has uh, his Pro Wrestling Tee store. On there is the Twitter account that is the same account as what the Instagram account was. Um, Went to Instagram checked the account, had a picture, you know, screenshotted where it says that Jackson Riker's Instagram account, he's had it since 2011, and it also showed that he had one name change in the account. Um, Through various research, I was able to prove that it was, in fact, Gunner's account, or Jackson Riker, however you want to refer to him as. Um, But then after that, wrestling took a huge turn for the worse. And what we saw was if you, um, I had the hashtag on Twitter, Brit wrestle W R E S. I, when you, when I looked that up, that's when I started finding tweets on all these UK stars and, uh, even an American star, has had a lot of allegations of sexual assault. Right. Then, right. We've seen more names come out. We've seen mm-hmm. top female performers now coming out and speaking out about what has happened to them. Uh, yep. There's been a lot. It, it has been a lot. And there's now a lot of names. And there is a even a superstar who debuted tonight on SmackDown, who now has allegations on him as well. Right. And if you right. and we'll get into that tonight, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's absolutely yeah. wild right now. It's a very, very dark time for wrestling. Uh, even up to some of the rumors that I heard that uh, – NXT UK is having a mandatory meeting over all of these uh, scandals and all of these call-outs 
that have happened, and it is some top talent over there. Right. And it's shocking. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll we'll get we're going to get into this here because um, this really because um, what happened was as we were doing the broadcast last night, and we were um, talking about the Chad Lale situation. All of a sudden, out there on the wire, suddenly there were um, stories coming across of allegations of sexual abuse of male wrestlers by Jim and Stacey Cornett. Uh, They were, uh, the accusations were, and there were screenshots uh, sent up that showed uh, allegedly showed Stacy, although one had a clear face shot of her in uh, stages of undress, and the and the accusations were that um, they were setting guys up and pushing them to have sex with Stacy while Jim watched. And if they did that, they were supposedly guaranteed that they would be given OVW contracts. Um, They would be um, kept safe from any investigations by the uh, um, Kentucky Wrestling Commission and that. Uh, Just for for a note, I did reach out uh, by phone earlier today with a uh, very good friend of mine, um, Jim Cornette's former best friend, Kenny Starmaker Boland from Ohio Valley Wrestling. And uh, as yet, I have not heard back from him. I don't know whether he's just not wanting to deal with this situation or what the case may be. Um, so I'm so it's just so I'm just uh you know on that I'm flying by the I'm flying by the seat of my pants on that. But then we and we'll go on from there. Start, all of a sudden starting this morning um some some major accusations started running out. Um uh, why don't you go ahead and kind of uh bring out a couple. I will bring out uh the first one that uh um, was uh, sent to me by Sean, and that way, um, because that includes somebody whom we were talking about and uh, investigating because of a uh, case for about a year and a half. So, go ahead, Lee, and uh, and start uh, taking it from from uh, there. Okay, so. Um... There, there was all sorts of allegations on a lot of different people, and uh, the one I'm going to talk about, and I'm, I don't know the exact story, but as I had just jumped on Twitter, uh, one of the first things that had come up for me was Jordan Devlin. Um, mm. He had tweeted about four hours ago, and he wrote, I didn't want to address the hurtful, the hurtful allegation against me, but for the sake of my followers and friends on this platform that may, for whatever reason, be unsure, I'm going to address this once. 
The recent allegation made against me is completely and utterly false, and I deny it entirely. Uh, this is a case of uh, a personal agenda uh, being executed against me on, on the back of a brave telling of truth experiences by other women. I completely denounce it. This is all I have to say on the matter. And I am now working with a legal team to help decide how to proceed from here. Um, anyone who's part of, of these allegations are, you know, everyone's going to deny it. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a big name for NXT UK because he's currently going for, uh, or, you know, because he's over in England, he was the NXT Cruiserweight champion. And, you know, now we've right. seen them do the interim Cruiserweight championship uh, tournament. We've seen that. Uh, the the big thing for him is, I don't know if, you know, they've had that meeting yet with NXT UK with all the stars and stuff. But um, here's a man who has a huge push on him right now. And this could be very, very bad for his career. Again, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know the full details about him, uh, but you know, you and I were talking in um, chat earlier with each other and WWE has wasted no time as we saw them release. uh, And and I'll, I'm not even going to say the, his nickname, but Jack Gallagher was released today and he was another one who had been brought up on allegations. Right. A woman claimed that, uh, um, he was, uh, over serving her at a private party. Um, then, uh, broke in, uh, when she was in the bathroom and, uh, tried to sexually assault her. And she managed to manage to get away, and apparently there is there must be something solid to these allegations because I cannot see WWE releasing somebody that quickly because um, this start this started happening at like uh, 9 a.m. here in the uh, Midwest and. Shortly before 7 p.m. here was when the announcement of the release came. So, yeah, and that's not, and that, guys, that is not something WWE does. Oh, um, they would, they would not, they would not release a guy that quickly. I mean, let's, let's look at, let's look at Jeff Hardy, who right now is in the middle of, a major storyline that involves his not too distant past with his substance abuse problems and that, and they did not, they did not release him because of, because of these things. So if they released Gallagher and they released him that quickly, it, looks like apparently there might be something of substance behind it. Now, my first part uh, happened this morning when um, Sean uh, sent me a uh, post from 
um, Caitlin Diamond, who's an independent, uh, who I think has done some work in uh, Ring of Honor and that. And her and her post on Twitter at 820 this morning was, who wants to see Michael Elgin's expletive deleted pick? I still have the convo, unwanted photos, and emails he tried to send me under a fake name in 2016. Then, and this is and this is a big bombshell to be dropping a name of somebody who currently works on the same roster as Michael Elgin, but she proceeds to drop the name Jordan Grace. Tried to help me bring this to light when his first scandal came out, but the wrestling media didn't care. Now, um, for those of you who are regular uh, listeners to our shows on BTR, you know that we spent probably at least a year, if not longer, on the uh, Michael Elgin, Molly Woodward case, which, um you know, now we have we have to look at this on a you know again, you know, even though even though it seems like um Elgin got oh came out of this because she wasn't making court dates, was coming up with excuses, so you know, her story gets called into question. When now you've when now you've got this other um, person making alle- making allegations like this, um, and it's you know and and it and it uh, and it really carries on. Um, it talk now. I mean, there was there's talk about uh, he would send messages uh, claiming that uh, he was in a. Uh, open relationship, things like that. And it's just so it's like, oh, suddenly, okay, now, oh, what is, what is the truth? And folks, we're going to uh, continue this conversation on uh, Thursday night's uh, TNT on BTR. Um, Lee will be uh, joining us again. Uh, we'll also have uh, another good friend of the program, uh, Bernadette Johnstone, who uh, helps uh, promote and does um, uh, assistance for uh, Comic-Cons and that. Um, and what she said, what she said uh, today, because somebody, in this conversation, somebody asked about what Mischief had to say about this. And she says, funny you mentioned her. Elgin was hitting on a friend of mine, and when she got nervous and turned him down, the day after, he announced his engagement to Mischief. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I mean, yeah, it seems, it seems like, it seems like the Woodward um, cases were um, not, was, maybe not accurate or well not or not believable and that but yet um suddenly now uh we're faced with this and I'm and I'm just uh 
hitting up on a link right now that uh, was posted in this uh, conversation that uh, Caitlin Diamond ran today on Facebook. And um, folks, if you if you hear what sounds like a uh, um, a uh, World War II attack going on um, here, where I'm at, people have been celebrating the Fourth of July since the 10th of June. So anything, so anything that, uh, anything that you might hear, no, uh, you know, I'm not getting shot at, uh, it's just idiots with, uh, with, uh, fireworks and that. Um, so, um, so, so anyway, so this started a hashtag and, uh, while I'm waiting for this to come up, Lee, go ahead and continue on. Um, the hashtag uh, speaking out. Yeah, I'm actually so. um, reading about um, one of the cases that we um, haven't talked about yet, and okay, um, we'll 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 get to that person a little later, like you had said. Um, Um, like now we, I've got uh Ligro here. I'm looking up him and I guess from what I'm seeing with the, the speaking out movement, you know, with the hashtag on Twitter, um, everyone's, you know, all the wrestlers are now denying it, you know, getting legal attorneys involved. And he, apparently he did comment, uh, you know, the current story that has been released by Violet uh, is neither accurate or true, it's completely false allegations. I've done other things in my life that I deeply regret. This isn't an accurate or truthful portrayer, portrayal of events. Uh, so, I mean, we, we have to understand that uh, we don't fully have a you know we don't fully have all the details on a lot of these things but we have seen other wrestlers come out and speak up saying that uh you know the sport must do better like Keith Lee uh you know we got the bruiserweight mm-hmm. who 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 has openly admitted that he's disgusted by it um Right. You know, but now we're finding, you know, everyone's coming out of the woodworks because it's not just WWE NXT UK guys. It's not, it's not just WWE 205 live guys. Uh, we're finding it now with AEW uh, yes. on the main roster. I was um, just gonna. I was just gonna say because I'm looking at one right here. Um, I don't know if you saw this um, uh, earlier on Twitter, um, but it's uh, by a uh, um, a female wrestler by the name of Rebecca Crow, and um, earlier this afternoon uh, we um, aged. W posted up a statement um, stating that uh, um, Jimmy Havoc was uh, going to be taking some time off to uh, deal with substance abuse and mental health issues. 
Well, I'm sitting here reading this now, and it says, Rebecca Crow states, Jimmy Havoc raped a girl whilst he was dating me. The survivor wishes to remain anonymous. If you have been abused by this man, my DMs are open and confidential. And um, she has she has posted um, the information, the testimony, I guess, excuse me, that you could say um, from this young from this young woman um, who claims that uh, Jimmy Havoc raped her. Um, not uh, even sure. She's not even sure if uh, if a condom was used or anything like that. Um, and, uh, and it says here, um, oops, I just cut it out here. Um, knowing Jimmy's death and it says, and it says here in the morning, I was woken up by Jimmy slamming what I can only assume was his head against the outside of the hotel door for about five minutes. Um, I never felt more unsafe than in that moment because I was unsure if he was going to come back and come back in violent. Um, Thankfully, when he came back in, he was fine, but clearly regretting that we'd slept together. Um, and she goes on a, a couple of paragraphs down. Um, knowing Jimmy's deathmatch history, I thought there was a possibility I could have contracted an STI. Specifically, my fear was HIV. I had really, real, I had really awful stomach pain in the weeks that followed. And I sat in silent shame for six weeks before I carted myself off to the sex clinic and got tested. It was thankfully negative, but I was very scared from being so violated that night. Um, Jimmy and I never spoke of it the night again, though he told me over DMs. And I just popped it out again. Got gun it. My finger's too touchy. Um, a few months later, he was now single. I had to see him at shows, but was a quick hello and awkward small talk. So, oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, The link that uh, I just found in this uh, in this one, um, Lee, is a uh, is Kevin Steen. The Kevin Steen show, um, and it's uh, and apparently it is Michael Elgin's uh, pee on a on a girl story. So I'm definitely watching watching this after either after we go off the air or sometime tomorrow because yes, we will be talking about this Thursday night. I mean. Yeah, I'll have to have you oh send my, me that link. So oh my can... God. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll uh, go ahead and I'll uh, copy it and send it to you right now, my friend. And for everyone out there listening, it wasn't just a few names uh, of female wrestlers. There's a lot of female wrestlers who have come out now. And even years past, like my friend Felicia Rose, 
um, had come mm-hmm. out having an incident with a wrestler. Uh, I'm not going to name his name because I'm also friends with him. I'm friends with the both of them. It it does lead to, you know, awkward situations, um, especially yeah. when, you know, she knows I'm friends with him. Um, I have never asked him about it. Um, she has talked to me about it, and I've interviewed her about it. Um, another friend of mine, uh, Liz Savage, has come out with allegations. Yeah. As we saw... Um, that led to a, as I would, I would refer to in the business for what his job title was. He was a very important person with NWA power. Um, it was uh Dave. Uh, I'm sorry. What, what was, what was his name? Lagana again. Dave Lugana. Yeah, oh yeah. It was uh, Dave Lagana um, resigned from his position with NWA power after the allegations come out on him from Liz Savage. Um, but we're also seeing, you know, like you had stated previously, there's also men out there coming out uh, having been sexually assaulted with the likes of the Cornettes. Um, and that person had some very, you know, I would refer to as graphic screenshots that he had saved in conversations. Um, there's a lot of men on the list that are being accused of sexual assault or worse. Right. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking right now at one um, where a uh, young man is uh, stating that uh, um, apparently this is another worker, a gentleman by the name of Paul Wynn um, had sexually assaulted him. He was sta- he was staying at uh, he was staying at uh, at uh, Wynn's place because he was homeless. So this is I mean oh my god this is just like oh and it's, it's the dark days you know, of wrestling. Um, That's the only way I can Allie, refer to it as right. I mean I mean Allie Allie talked Allie talked about. Uh, Going through things in uh, in her early days in in the industry, um, she said, "For anyone wondering why it's so hard for women to speak out, they run the risk of not getting booked again, being accused of lying, the situation being downplayed, being made to look crazy, et cetera, et cetera." Um, Allison K posted this. Non-consensual sex with your partner is rape. Non-consensual sex with your spouse is rape. Lying about putting on, removing a condom is rape. Being given consent for one sexual act does not give you consent for all sexual acts. It's time we start cleaning this up. And uh, Allison Kay has been a uh, very um, strong advocacy voice um, in general, um, for bullying, uh, she was one of the people that uh, brought up the uh, charges against uh, Tessa Blanchard um, earlier earlier in the year. Um, yep. Jordan, Jordan Grace, who uh, who we who we've had on um, 
on this uh, on on this very on this very uh, program. She talked. She she hasn't put put her story out there yet, but she basically said yes. She does have a story as well. Um, you know, um, session Wath, session Wath Martina. Um, the last 24 hours have been intense. I've hardly slept. I'm sick. I'm still trying to process it all. I've got my stories, but I'm not there yet. Um, and she go and she goes on another tweet. Um, when when we gonna talk about the boys about boys in the back slut shaming? Boys will be boys, but if a girl does it, she is dirt. F off. Um, Joey Janella and of course Janella. Oh, um, I this, the uh, picture I sent you uh, earlier today. Now Janella and Jim Coronet have never been pen pals, dinner buddies, anything like that. And um, he and he just. Savaged coronet today, putting his uh, um, drive-through logo and uh, changing it to uh, Cult of Cuck. And um, but he also, but he also said um, he he posted he posted this because um, he says if you see or encounter something, speak up whether it be anonymously or with someone you trust, make the wrestling business a better place for the future. And he posted this, um, and he included this with it. says, I haven't typed anything about this whole movement because, honestly, I don't know what to say. I'm sad and disgusted. I have female friends and colleagues that have stories that I couldn't even fathom and male friends and colleagues being exposed as predators. Looking back, I've been in the business since I've been 15 years old and unfortunately seen sexual harassment more times than you've probably seen car accidents and encountered some myself. I wish I could go back and change how I reacted to those situations, and for that I apologize. But I don't look at these dark days for the wrestling business. I look at these as bright days because young, inspiring talent gained in the business now will achieve their dreams without being sexually harassed or abused along the way because of all the brave women who spoke up in June 2020. Pretty well said. And um, I, I agree with him. I just refer to it as the dark days of wrestling because there's nothing, depending on how you look at it, this is a lot of negative stuff that has been exposed in professional wrestling. This is something where like the FBI or the CIA could start investigating on pro wrestling coming at Vince McMahon, Tony Khan, uh, you know, impact in in rifling Mm -hmm. through and just, case by case, finding out what's true, what's not, and then just start arresting people. That could happen. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no saying it couldn't. Um, I, I right. refer to it as the dark days because 
it could even be as something as simple. It, 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 it could be something where down the road it's, you know, there's new protocols and stuff like that, or, um, you know, lessons to the wrestlers on sexual assault and stuff like that. Or it could get really, really bad where it could be the end of pro wrestling because when you look at the list of names, there's a lot of top talent from overseas in the UK and to here in the States. Yeah. And yeah. Well, this literally, okay, this literally just hit on uh, – on Twitter right now, Lee. Um, Liz Savage, the person whose complaint uh, led to Dave Lagana's downfall earlier this afternoon, um, apparently uh, she and a person named Dante Oblivion are trying to do a podcast on YouTube right now with uh, um, Mil Machetes. Uh, from uh, Lucha Underground, um, let's see here, um, C.J. De Niro and, uh, and, and Liz Savage, and um, she just posted, we are being shut down on YouTube, copyright complaint, can't go more than 15 minutes without being shut down, all for talking about sexual assault and wrestling, hashtag speaking out. So yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this literally just got uh, just got posted. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on it now. Um, again, like you know. Yeah. These these yeah, are the folks, platforms. If we, seem a little, if we seem like we're a little, you know, hesitant on stuff. Literally, this story is breaking before our eyes. As we are talking to you right now. Yes, yeah, she literally so, tweeted it three minutes ago. Yes, yes. Um, you know, uh, but you know, at the same time, these are the platforms for you know for this to, to come out and you know finally speak up. And, and I don't I don't mean to say finally as like a, a bad thing, but. Um, I've never been in either, you know, either situation, whether a guy sexually assaulting a woman or a woman sexually assaulting a man. I've never been in that situation. I've never had to come out and speak about that because it's never happened to me. Uh, The one thing I do find interesting is um, certain fans' reactions when, you know, they say, well, why did you wait so long? Or why, right. do you, you know, why, why are you digging up stuff from four years ago, three years ago? And I kind of sit back and I want to ask that, you know, those people, well, when someone's running for office and dirt is dug up from 20, 30, 40 years ago, are you saying the same thing? Why are you digging that up? Or are you saying, oh my God, that's disgusting. Exactly. That's what I, like, exactly. That's what I would like to know. Right. Because at and, that point, it's an oxymoron. Right. Right. And and the thing and the thing is, honestly, um, for somebody who has been 
sexually assaulted, sometimes just that fear of speaking out is 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 the is the thing that holds them back, and especially in a business like wrestling. Um, you know, like I was talking about with the alley tweet. Uh, this is a very cutthroat industry. Um, people people work injured because they're afraid of losing their spot. Now, uh, um, and and with the and with the women, they put up with a lot of stuff. And this dates back, if you believe the accusations, this dates back all the way to Moolah. Okay. Oh, um, if you if you saw Dark Side of the Ring first season and and the Moolah story where the um, where some of the some of the wrestlers that uh, trained under her and were booked out by her uh, claimed that she was pimping them out to the promoters and to the boys, and that um, I just ran. I just I've just run across a tweet by a. Uh, um, a wrestler, a male wrestler by the name of Super Beaner. Um, and he says, uh, early mid 2000s SoCal wrestling scene, better be thankful that I keep my mouth shut with the bleep y'all were doing to females then, especially those of you who did me dirty then. Take note that I can destroy most of you, but I won't simply because I am nothing like you. Wow. So. Um. Yeah. I, I have some yeah. Um, stuff to add. He says, yeah, it's it's. Uh, um, I mean, it's just you know, and um, let's and so let's go ahead. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, um, the Matt Riddle case because um, that was uh, you know, um, the the situation there um according according to the accuser so let's so let's go ahead and let's put it into that perspective the accuser number 1 claims that she had been in a romantic relationship with Riddle at one point and Apparently, supposedly, allegedly, they were not at the time that this incident was supposed to have happened. And so, what? Uh, so what went? So what went down from there is that um, she claims that uh, they were driving one night. It was her, him, and. Uh, Three other three other male wrestlers, and that they were sleeping. He was driving, and he asked her to have sex with him. She allegedly refused. Supposedly, he then forced her to have oral sex. Now, here's where here's where here's where it goes from there, though, Lee. Um, According according to according to the stories now, um, 
that are that are coming out regarding this uh, situation. And I'm actually going to go ahead and see if I can uh, find the uh, um, Matt Riddle um, hashtag. In fact, actually, I'll uh, look at I'll look it up right right now this way. Ah, there we go. Okay. Um, so, so any, so anyway, um, according, according to statements that, uh, Riddle made and his wife also made, um, they claim that, uh, that uh, th- that this uh, that this woman um, has been harassing them for the last two years. Uh, she's uh, her name is her name is Candy Cartwright, and I'm only saying I'm only saying her name because she has put herself out there making this statement, um, and. Both of the riddles claim that uh, she is a stalker, that uh, she has um, gotten into Matt's phone so many times. Um, Matt's wife says they've they've changed his number twice. Matt says it was three times, um, and uh, and their and their attorney Daniel Rose. Um, said we have been aware for the last two years of this performer stalking the Riddle family. In 2019, our firm had drafted a pleading agreement against this performer to seek an injunction for cyber stalking in the Circuit Court for Orange County, Florida. Hmm. So that's so. I mean, so this is. This is what uh, what the situation is on that, and uh, that uh, that comes through uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet right there. Um, yeah, um, and in fact, there's actually a uh, um, a uh, photocopy of the uh, press release that is also uh, available on Twitter. Well, so, I'm going to blow your mind on this one. Um, okay. Jonathan Savage, who, who who is a reporter for the BBC, uh, uh-huh. did tweet out. He did tweet out that the West Yorkshire Police have confirmed to the BBC that they are carrying out initial inquiries after members of the UK pro wrestling community alleged a number of cases of abuse using the hashtag Speaking Out. So there are police involved now. Uh, at least in, in oh the UK. So um, things are going to get a lot more interesting. And then um, from Talk Sports, uh, let me pull it up here because uh, I am on Twitter and there's a lot of WWE talent yeah, same. Um, sticking up for the women involved with these allegations. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex uh, McCarthy got a statement from WWE that individuals are responsible for their own personal actions. Uh, WWE has a zero tolerance for matters involving domestic violence, child abuse, and sexual assault. 
Upon arrest for such misconduct, a WWE talent will immediately be suspended. Upon conviction for such misconduct, a WWE talent will immediately be terminated. Hmm. WWE's ability to find, suspend, terminate a talent will not be, however, limited or compromised by or in any manner in the event in incontrovertible evidence uh, of such illegal misconduct presented to WWE. Uh, so that that statement kind of says that based off the release of Jack Gallagher, that he was guilty. Mm-hmm. I was going to so. say, cause man, that's, I mean, that was, you know, I mean, that was so quick that, I mean, when you look at it, like I said, the allegations hit here, um, about Gallagher, probably around 11 o'clock central time. And at and at seven and at a little before seven o'clock, you sent me the posting from uh, WWE's Facebook page that they had uh, released him. And um, one of the, one of the comments that uh, below it, which was uh, very telling, they somebody caught this that um, they didn't wish him best of luck in his future endeavors. So. Uh, yeah, that and, tells uh, you something because that was the right. same thing that happened to Enzo Amore. Yeah, yeah. So when they when well, they don't uh, wish you that, uh, I I, I want to say you're probably going to be blacklisted from the company. For, yeah, from wrestling in general. Yeah, uh, um, Albert, Alberto Del Rio will probably try and uh, get you into another one of his uh, failed attempts at promoting and that yeah um now uh now progress which is uh the um uk and scotland's biggest promotion which is where a lot of the uh um uk nxt talent uh is based out of um they issued a uh list of uh um, suspensions and well, they said departures. I would plan out call it firings. Um, and the first name on it was uh, David Starr, and David Starr's name came up um, last night too as one of these alleged um, sexual abusers. Um, Mark Paz Perry was fired. Travis Banks, who is a uh, WWE UK talent, will be suspended indefinitely. Jordan Devlin, who we talked about earlier, will be suspended indefinitely. The tag team titles have been vacated. Scotty Davis will be suspended indefinitely. The tag team titles have been vacated. So, um, you know, again, this is, you know, this is a constantly changing constantly evolving story like i say it's literally it's literally happening as as we are talking here right now and uh unfortunately of course our uh, our time is limited i only said i only set up for an hour um but um you know i mean we could we can go over um but I want to, you know, obviously um, 
be, uh, you know, kind to kind to Lee. I mean, he's been with us last night. He's going to be with us again uh, this coming Thursday as we get into this even more because um, and and uh, Thursday night's uh, episode of uh, TNT is being called Dear Wrestling WTF. So. Um, for those of you who listen to this broadcast on other outlets, please um, watch on either the Blog Talk page or our page, um, Rampage Rants, on Facebook uh, for for further on this. I mean, you know, yeah, and even. Uh, and even go back and listen to last night's episode uh, where we were breaking all of this down as, as it was coming in. Um, so that way there you, you have even more information than what was provided today. Obviously we're going to be talking about it again, Thursday, um, you know, right. next, you know, this coming Thursday. So, but uh, you can always be informed by going to Twitter and searching hashtag speaking out or hashtag B-R-I-T-W-R-E-S. That's how I first became aware of everything that was going on. Um, And then I I have uh, a UK wrestling uh, group chat um, on Messenger on Facebook that I'm in with a bunch of UK guys that were filling me in with a lot of information that I I was unaware of. Um, Obviously, I have my world chat. But... um, it's going to, these next coming weeks are going to be interesting. And right. Um, right. You know, when, when top WWE two, talent. Yeah. Apparently oh, two here. Um, Lee, what is one of the first uh, um, accounts that uh, started exposing this exposed wrestling apparently has been taken down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Well, they um they because uh they um they tweet they made one last tweet that said that's all folks and then boom. They're gone. Um and it says okay, and here's okay, here's what it says. The police can have confirmed they are investigating, so it's wise for any allegations to be taken offline for fear of uh, prejudicing um, cases. So it says, uh, seems the list wasn't approved by anyone close to the movement, so the exposed wrestling account may have jumped the gun a little. Um, so, and apparently there was a second uh, exposed wrestling account that uh, was on, but that's now gone too. So, Man, um, that's interesting. Um, it, that, yeah. that could have been for a number of reasons. Um, you know, yeah, I, I no, this is just, I mean, I mean, I say we're, we're watching this happen in real time and it's like, oh, Suddenly, what was what was up thirty seconds ago 
suddenly is now not, or something new has come through. And it's just, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to keep track of all of this, Lee. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of this. It really is because there's so many different outlets for anyone to go to and do this. Um, I would say what the account did, you know, even though it's down, what that person did by exposing these wrestlers allowed for women and other women and men to come out with their stories in pro wrestling, what had happened to them. Um, Yeah. I mean, it might not, you know, um, and the person running that account did a very brave thing. Uh, However, if they themselves are exposed, could be, could get in a lot of trouble too. You know, like some of the allegations that were made on that account, you know, for all intents and purposes, because we don't know their allegations. If there's false allegations out there, that person can be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the more and more stories that are coming out and the mere fact that there are top WWE talent backing these stories and the fact that Jack Gallagher was released, the fact that Dave from NWA Laganya was uh, resigned from his position. It's telling me that it's not good. Yeah. You, exactly. When WWE exactly. when WWE announces their official statement saying prosecuted will suspend the talent. If found guilty, you're terminated. Well, they terminated Jack Gallagher today. So, because honestly, yeah. at first I thought I thought honestly my honest opinion about that was. Uh, them releasing him so fast was to make an example and to let the rest of the roster know whether it was, you know, whether they're primarily on 205 Live, the main roster, NXT, NXT UK, that we're not messing around. Yeah. And the message is still clear that, the message is still clear that, hey, we're not messing around. But I right. I just happened in my own head. I just thought that it was to make an example out of him because his name had come up, and for them to say, right. you know, because he he's not used as a top talent. He's more, you know, regulated to two hundred five live as a mid carder on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, where other names have a higher status, you know, you know, and over in NXT UK and stuff like that. And, you know, now the main roster, but right. They let him go. They did uh, not, there was no hesitation. His name came up and he was gone within hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is, and, and what's bad about this too, Lee, um, when you think about it, uh, the NXT UK roster has been basically stuck in limbo since COVID-19 happened because they are, they are completely locked in their home countries. None of them can get out any place to go ahead and perform. I mean, they definitely, I mean, they, they sure can't head stateside because, uh, because Trump has uh, shut out the, uh, 
um, air travel and that. Um, I'm, I want to finish up with this one, though. Uh, April Hunter posted this about three hours ago, and I think this I think this says it's probably as good, if not even better, than anything that uh, that we can say. Um, hashtag speaking out. Ashley Massaro is dead, y'all. She was raped on a military base tour overseas and then told to keep her mouth shut by WWE. And she's killed herself not that long ago. Let's not forget her story and life. Um, you know, it's just... Um, I mean, it's it's just it's just amazing, and we'll um, and and we'll get and we'll get more into this on uh, on Thursday because I mean I'm I'm reading stuff here now that uh, is just it's it's shocking it's shocking the the crap out of me here, and I'm 63 years old. And I don't shock easy, but this is shocking me. And, you know, I knew that this stuff had gone on in the business. I remember being a kid and hearing about it on, like, Entertainment Tonight in 2020 with the Pat Patterson scandal in WWF in the early 90s. Right. Um, And... Like I said, I have friends, you know, like Liz Savage is a friend of mine. Uh, Felicia Rose is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have stories and they've shared their stories. Felicia shared hers like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mere fact that so many names have come out. Yeah. It has been insane. Kelly Klein, the only yeah, I gotta say, I, to be we, a yeah, three-time something today, too. She had posted that, um, you know, obviously we know that she had issues with Ring of Honor because she had been let go. Right. Uh, while she was the champion, she's the only three-time women's champion in the company and she came out with her story today that when she was 18 you know young in the business she had been raped mm-hmm. um, this is all very sad and unfortunate things to happen to people in the business uh, yeah. you, you just said like you said you're 63 I'm, I'm 35 I've I've grown up with wrestling for 30 years I've been in the business as a journalist for about five now this is the most I've ever heard and not in the span of a year but a day it's been like a day and so many names have popped up you can go back and look in years past in pro wrestling and you might see like one or two a year there's been over 20 names now over 20 oh that are being yeah accused. even further cuz uh 
because I'm reading now. Um, you might want to you might want to look at this when we get off the air. Um, Sean Tabor, T A B O R, um, and he and he um, and he's posting his own speaking out story. And oh my God, uh, uh, I'm 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 sitting here holding my head, Lee, and just shaking my head because it's like I'm I am I'm just I'm just in totally I'm just in total shock right now yeah I'll have to look that up my internet's running a little slow but Mm -hmm. there's I I, this also kind of brings back to do you remember when Bill DeMont was head trainer for WWE Oh my gosh! Yeah, we have we we had built him out on the show um, a couple of years back. So and like I yeah. remember Zach Ryder, I remember Zach Ryder telling a story where, in training, he ate a donut out of someone's ass. Yep. Thought it was funny, this and that, and you know, and when I was in wrestling in high school and stuff like that, we did dumb jokes like um, the the atomic sit-up and things like that. Um, but it's an all-guys team. You know, we took it as a joke. You start involving mm-hmm. women with things like that, and if a woman is uncomfortable, it's not a joke anymore. It's not funny. Right. Right. It becomes a different story. Um, and, and to be honest, I'm sure there was guys on the team, like when we had done stuff like that in amateur wrestling, that were probably uncomfortable. Right. And, and I'm admitting this as myself. You know, I never done an atomic sit-up. I wasn't someone who held a towel. I wasn't someone who did the sit-up. Um, but I was in the room when, you know, stuff like that happened. And, and we all laugh it off and this and that and joked about it. And even the people that had it done to him were laughing. It was like, you dicks. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I'm sure people felt uncomfortable. But like I said, when you start adding women into those sort of things, it's a different ball game. You know, it's not funny. It's right. not a joke. Um, and it's not. And, and, you know, I look back even like when we did stuff like that, probably wrong hundred you know but um these these sort of things now these but these women aren't talking about stories like that they're talking about being raped they're talking about having to be forced into giving oral sex you know um or or you know it's just it's 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 not right we know it's a male dominated sport and WWE did the women's evolution to give them the platform to be bigger than what they were in wrestling instead of the cliche brawn panties match or, you know, all about TNA. Right. You know, now they yep. want to showcase women's wrestling. Uh, however, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, behind closed doors we don't know about. And now these women are coming out and telling us what's happening behind the closed doors. And I applaud them for it. The ones that are telling the truth, 
because we don't know yeah. if every story is, is truthful right now. That, the ones who that, are telling the truth and the ones who are, are the, the ones who are able to prove it um, 100% back them all the way. Uh, the false ones, we don't know how much, you know, truth or not truth there is to the stories. If, if, you know, it's a full truth, half truth, you know, are they adding stuff in to make the story sound better type deal? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that happened to Enzo Amore. You know, that right. happened to him. So, you know, there are women out there that do, you know, lie about it. I'm not saying that's what's going on with any right. of these stories. Um, you know, we are a judicial system that, you know, uh, appearing in court, you're innocent until proven guilty. So I don't want to be one of those people who say, well, where's the evidence? Because then that, that puts me in with these these fans and stuff who are like, well, where's the evidence? Or why did you wait so long? Right. Could yeah, because there are people female... who are defending Coronet today. Yeah. And claiming the pictures are fake. Yeah. Put it in this perspective. Imagine being a female in a male-dominated workforce. You are raped by one of those males in that dominated workforce. But you can't say anything because you might not be on the card next week or next month or your push is over with because you you said something. So Mm -hmm. women are quiet about that. That, That's part one. Now part two, imagine it happens to you and you want to go to the police. When you go to the police, what are you walking into? You're walking into another male-dominated workforce. You're already scared of men because of what had happened to you. Now you have to tell complete strangers and officers that are male what happened to you. Then you're sent to a hospital and getting poked, prodded, and probed with a rape kit. Again, yeah, you know, at a doctor's office with doctors that is a pri- primarily male-dominated workforce. It's not easy for a female to come out and say what happened right then and there. There's depression. There's guilt. There's all sorts of emotional uh, things going on as a result of what had happened, and you know, and then. You know, you don't come out with the story right away, but you're depressed, suicidal. You start drinking heavily or getting into narcotics. Those things have happened mm-hmm. We've seen it time and time again. So when, when a fan says, well, why did you wait so long? I just put it in perspective for you. Why? And you yep. should never say that. Why did you wait so long? You should never say that. That should not even be the first yeah. thing that you say. Console that person. Right. Tell them that you're sorry it happened to them. You know? Put it yeah. in perspective because it's a male dominated sport with male dominated fans. And a lot of fans, that's the first thing they go to. Well, why did you wait so long? No, that yep. should not be the first yep. thing you say. That's yeah. very disrespectful when the person is right. already having a hard time coming about, out about what had happened to them. You're just making it worse. Mhm. So exactly, exactly. 
Um, I'll tell you what, if uh, I don't know if she would want to do it, but uh, if you would not mind reaching out to uh, um, to Liz and to um, any any of the other women that uh, you're um, connected with that uh, might want to go ahead and tell their stories uh, with us uh, Thursday night, um, you know, I I think I think I think that would really help out a lot because I think sometimes um you know we can sit here and we can read tweets and Facebook postings and that but it has more impact when the person who was directly involved says hey this is my story this is what happened to me and have and have them lay that out so if you if you would if you wouldn't mind doing that uh i would i would really appreciate it um i think that i think that would uh that would help out a lot for thursday night so yeah i can, i can reach out um that's not that's not an issue um you know especially okay, after you know especially after what Liz had um, posted on social media, that the mere fact that she's trying to tell her story on YouTube and they keep taking it down because of complaints. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that, will, that will obviously definitely not happen, happen here on blog talk. So, um, and then, and then, you know, I'll actually, I'll actually put, I'll actually put that on, on uh, my other syndicators here, as well as uh, the, indicators of our uh tnt show and that but i mean oh my god i mean i'm sitting here you know as even as we're talking i'm going through this um the timelines and that um oh my gosh somebody somebody posted uh um let's see uh um mariah moreno um, who is a uh, um, a trans wrestler? Um, posted to uh, Shelly Martinez. Uh, remember when we tried warning them a few years ago? They didn't hear us then. Now they know. Whew. Wow. This is some this is some heavy duty stuff. Yeah, so. and, and it's very rare that a topic that you're talking about is hot as this. Yeah. Do, doing I mean, a like live think, show, mm-hmm. having, yeah, all this, of, having more and more come out each second as this show is literally going on. Right. Right. I mean, it's like, it's like yo... Yeah, we're we're uh, 15 minutes into overtime, and stuff is still popping through, and it's almost like you know, I I mean, it's like you know, I want to go ahead and get this to an end, but you know, where where does where does the it's where does the end begin? It's just it's just really some uh, serious. I mean, some serious heavy-duty stuff, and that um, it's 
you know, I mean, uh, you know, somebody, somebody posted something about, uh, about, uh, Dave Christ and, uh, not that, not that it was a, it was a rape thing, but it was an emotional abuse thing. And, um, he apparently built this woman out of several hundred dollars while he was out on the road. Wow. So, I mean, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's some, it's some really heavy duty stuff. And, uh, I've just posted on, uh, through our Twitter account that, uh, anybody who is on this hashtag that, uh, wants to uh, share their story. And if anybody who is listening to this, whether it's live right now or um, through a uh, syndicated replay that has a story and wants, and wants to be heard this Thursday night, please reach out, reach out to us. Um, like I say, through the wrestling authority radio page, through the rampage rants page, um, through my personal page, Steve Kane, just you know, DM me. Tell me that uh, hey, oh, I was listening to you. I have a speaking out story, and let me know, and and we'll and we'll go from there. Well, you know how so, I talked about um, the the UK wrestler Legero. Is that how you pronounce his right. name? Yeah, yeah. Ligero, he yeah. talked about. Uh, Violet, um, her story being false. Uh-huh. He does admit to he does admit to other stories actually being true here in a tweet regarding the other statements from people like Laura, Natalie, who have spoken ab- out about the way uh, we're made to feel, and others that have come forward about unwanted messages. I have no excuse. It's it's inappropriate, it's an embarrassment, and it's an absolute shameful way to act for someone in a position of trust. I sincerely apologize for my actions and any hurt I've caused. I have no justification of my actions in the slightest. In these situations, I have failed people as a friend, as a fiancé, and as a decent human being. So he did admit to some of, <clears throat> he did admit some allegations that have come out about him are true. Uh, right, other right. Yeah, I just involving Violet O'Hara. O'Hara. Uh, he's denying, but he is admitting to some of these allegations on him to be true. So this will be yep. interesting to see how WWE handles this now with him. Right. Right. So yeah. So obviously we're going to have to watch this between now and Thursday to see what. Uh, to see what goes on and that. Um, man, this is just, um, you know, it's like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm putting out, I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking at stuff um, and that. Um, and then um, let's see here. Um, okay, now Ashton Smith is sitting there and he is um, talking about uh, somebody named Katie Hopkins and says, will literally negatively comment on anything positive that is trending just to piggyback off it 
and get her name mentioned. The more you bite, the more it gives her exactly what she wants. So, um, you know, this is gonna this is gonna be really um, just just something that um, we're gonna we're gonna have to really really be watching very carefully over the next few days. And I know that um, if that if you see something, um, you'll. You'll let me know um, if I see something. I will let you know, and um, we'll and we'll just uh, you know go ahead and keep and keep running it uh, um, between between now between now and Thursday. So that sound good? Oh shoot, we lost Lee. All right, well. Um, okay, so I was probably talking to myself for the last minute or so. All right, well, um, folks, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, again, we will be back live this uh, coming Thursday night at 8, 7 Central with uh, TNT on BTR, Deer Wrestling, WTF. So um, many thanks to uh, Lee Walker from SportsKeta.com. And I am the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. We will talk to you Thursday night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den comes to you every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio on Evolution Radio Network. Replays can be found on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.